Is self-care even useful? Should parents be making more time for it? Let's talk about it. Hi, welcome guys back to the Rooted Minds podcast. Today is the fourth podcast out of the five-part series. So if you like what you're watching today, okay, make sure to check out the other podcasts as well. Okay, so today we have a very special guest with us. He's uh, actually Rex. So uh, Rex, let's all welcome Rex to the, to the Rooted Minds podcast. Yeah. Right, so Rex, you're a psychiatrist resident at the National Healthcare Group now, right? Mm. Yeah, so you're actually in your fourth year of training out of a five-year course, is it? Yes, yeah, that's right. Uh, so what, what exactly is the course? Of, like, like, is there a name to the course? Yeah, so I am trained in psychiatry. psychiatry. That's the name of the course. Right. Uh, I actually went through med school for five years first. And then after that, I graduated and decided I wanted to pursue uh, mental health. Mm, so mm. I decided to specialize in psychiatry. Mm. And now I'm in my fourth year of training. Right, so next year, after that, you can practice with you. Uh, yeah, I mean, five years in total. So after that, uh, we, we, we can practice wherever we want. But most of us stay back in the public healthcare sector. Mm. Mm. Okay, can, can. Mm. Right. So uh, today's topic is actually on self-care. Mm. Right, so uh, I think back then, in during the COVID-19 pandemic, right, um, the term self-care was very, very frequently searched on Google. Like uh, mm. Google Analytics say that it almost 250% more searched back, uh, before, than before COVID-19. So mm. self-care is like became very, very relevant during COVID-19. Mm. Yeah, I think understandably so lah, because of all the stress, everything caused by COVID. Yeah. But what exactly is like self-care about? Mm. Yeah. Uh, I think self-care is basically a concept where you take care of your own health. Right. So I think health involves both uh, physical health mm. as well as mental health. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is a concept whereby you have to take care of your own health first uh, before um, caring for others. So right. I think uh, self-care has two dimensions. One is um, towards yourself. And also the other dimension is taking of care of yourself in order to take care of others. Mm. So I think in a nutshell, that's uh, actually what self-care is all about. Right, yeah. right, right. What, what do you think? What, what is self-care about to you? Mm. Like, what is self-care to you? What, what do you all do for self-care? Mm. Uh, <clears throat> I do boring stuff that <laughs> makes me feel happy, like watching dramas. Oh, Just like okay. spending time on my own. Or, I think like with the, to some people, like watching movies alone or eating alone maybe like something very lonely. But I, I like to do stuff like that. It makes me feel like happy. I guess mm. that's self-care to me. Right. Okay, okay. Uh, for me... I'm a person that play a lot of uh, like video like computer games. Uh-huh. So like, for me, I'll but I'll categorize self care as uh, playing computer games. But I know a lot of people say that it's not particularly um, healthy or helpful. But uh, for me, that's I feel kind of bad. I occasionally feel better after I play a game. Occasionally. Oh. Occasionally. Why, why, why occasionally? <laughs> the opponent, the team so noob. Oh, <laughs> you need some, have some challenge uh, uh, for you to... Okay. Right, right. right, right. I Let's think see. personally for me, I feel that like self-care is more of like uh, when I go down for a run or I have time alone like what Charlene said. Mm. So um, I have time to reflect and think about whatever ha- is happening. Yeah, mm. so I, I think that like to different people, there's like different definitions of self-care, right? Yeah, yeah. So that is there like a one-size-fit-all for self-care? Oh, uh, definitely not. I think uh, based on you know what I said just now in terms of the definition, it's yeah. quite broad, mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. rightly so because uh, different people have different ways of achieving you know uh, physical health, mental mm-hmm. health, mm-hmm. mental well-being, mm-hmm. uh, and like the examples that you all raised, I think it's all very different, right, but right. they all lead to the same goal, uh, which is essentially. Uh, good physical health, good mental health, so that you can take care of yourself and mm. also have the capacity to care for others. Right, yeah. right, yeah. Mm. So, like, I, I, this concept, this entire concept of self-care wasn't, like, really, like, popular back then. So, mm. like, but, but people naturally, they, they want to care for themselves, right? Mm. Yeah, but mm. at the same time, I, I feel that, like, you know, in Asian culture, mm. like, like, there's this thing that, like, you know, um, when you're doing something that people associate with self-care that makes you feel better, right? Sometimes people interpret it as wasting productive time. Mm, like, mm, like mm. you know, uh, for example, like playing games, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you feel better, right? Yeah. yeah. But, but then, like, uh, I, I think it's the way we are brought up. Then, like, we, we kind of sometimes feel guilty mm. like, that we are spending time that is that could be used to do something that is uh, more productive, like doing work, studying. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. So, uh, is this, like, concept like I, I don't know it, it, it seems very common but does it is it is it 
valid? I, I don't know. Yeah, I think the Chinese they have one saying is called uh, 休息是要走更长远的路. Yeah, that means you know you have to rest so that you can walk a longer journey. Uh. Yeah, and I guess uh, sometimes that is what self-care is about. Mm. You know, uh, the things that you do, although for that period of time, it may seem quite frivolous, it may seem like you're wasting time, not so productive, but actually what you're doing is recharging yourself right. so that you can last a marathon, you know, not just a 100-meter sprint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I think, it, well, it is true that you're not doing homework, you're not earning money, you know, you're not uh, chatting, having very... Um, deep conversations with friends you can't do that all the time uh, but at least you know indulging in some of these small little things does help you recharge and if it helps you recharge then i think that it, that actually achieves the goal of uh, caring for yourself right yeah i feel that like it kind of like gets um, more uh this kind of thinking kind of gets more prevalent when you grow older mm. like especially like if you are a parent mm. because you have way more responsibilities rather than being just an individual yeah yeah you have to take care of um the, the welfare of your children mm. your spouse and like and generally a lot of things to support la mm. yeah so mm. i i don't know but how how can a parent be able to shift their mindset because it it, it really feels that like you know there's really better things to do mm. like there's things that have to be done and it's always a constant kind of life lifestyle mm. yeah so mm. um is there any tips you can give for parents or in that yeah i think you brought a very good point yeah. because uh, as you go older uh, there are more responsibilities yeah, yeah right, there right. are those to pay people to take care of mm. uh, especially if you're in the sandwich generation you don't just have to take care of your own family sometimes you need to take care of your parents as well right. and uh, coping with your job also in this uh, current climate is not the easiest mm-hmm. yeah so there are many many things pulling you in all directions yeah. yeah and sometimes you know watching that one hour of netflix can feel like a very <laughs> frivolous thing to do um but i always feel that you know everyone has a tank mm. like a fuel tank mm. and uh, there's only so much that you can give uh, up to a certain point when the tank becomes empty so when a tank becomes empty but you still want to go on, uh, you can't because mm. there's just nothing left inside. Right, right. Yeah. So everyone needs to know when that point is so that they can actually do something to recharge. Mm. Yeah. Whether is it uh, exercise, you know, uh, spending time with loved ones, uh, doing something that they enjoy. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's even more important actually uh, the more responsibilities you have. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think um like what besides besides gaming and like you know like spending time with yourself like what what are some examples of self care that people can I, I guess like um look towards because it it really feels like it's like um magical thing you know like like self care mm-hmm. you do something then it makes you feel better right then after that suddenly like like um the the concept is that you're because you are better then after that you are able to um kind of act better and and everything kind of fits in place mm-hmm. so so. Like I'm, I'm not looking for like a one size fits all, but maybe like some examples like of things mm. that parents can do, mm. you know, like especially with a busy lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think not just parents, even for you guys. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure you are also very busy. So sometimes yeah. you've got so many projects, then you're, you know, don't don't really know how to uh, recharge. You feel guilty for mm. recharging. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think one general rule is that anything that can help you um, recharge to refuel yourself mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't need to be a very drastic thing you know it doesn't mean like you need to spend sometimes we we, we compromise or we uh, get affected because we think that well we need to spend a lot of time doing right. that thing right but self-care can be as simple as you know just a 15 minute break uh, from like after a few hours of study or after a few hours of taking care of your kids it can be as simple as that. So anything that achieves the end goal mm. of like giving you a break, of uh, recalibrating your life, mm. uh, I think that itself is a good uh, starting point. As to how to achieve that, um, it doesn't need to be something very big or drastic. Right, yeah. Right. So uh, I know of people that you know wake up just 15 minutes earlier in the morning and then they kind of run through in their brain things that they need to do and they tell themselves not to get too anxious about these things that itself is actually a form of self-care yeah so okay. it doesn't have to feel like hey, it's taking up so much of my time because i think sometimes when we feel like that then we feel uh, very discouraged mm-hmm. and that actually gives us more stress yeah right, right. yeah so like 
with that being said, do you think there is like a fixed time people should practice self-care? Should it be done like daily or should it be incorporated as part of their routine? Or only do it like mm. when they are really very tired, then like, oh, no choice really, I have to practice my self-care. Yeah, so I think uh, you, you mentioned, like you mentioned, there are many different ways uh, that we can do it. Uh, I would say probably ideally, you know, uh, everyone should practice self-care constantly on the go. So that, what that looks like practically is like, oh, when I'm at work, you know, I, I like what I do, you know, I, uh, I see uh, me going to work as a way of caring for myself also because it brings meaning to my life. And if I can keep that going, then yeah, of course, you know, that, that to me is quite fulfilling. I know it's quite tiring because I'm working, but at the same time, I feel recharged and because I gain meaning from my work. Yeah, so if you can do that constantly in every single aspect of our life, then of course, uh, I would say that's very good self-care. But practically speaking, not so easy, right? When yeah. you're, you're a parent, dealing with a crying baby, you know, and then you need to uh, attend to his or her needs. It's not yeah. so easy. Yeah. So I would say for some of us, you know, who are not so fortunate in that sense, uh, then we have to intentionally set aside time uh, mm-hmm. for self-care. Uh, and my point is that self-care, the time set aside for self-care doesn't need to be, you know, very long hours, mm. long periods. Mm. Just start small, you know, like every day, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, uh, but it must be intentional because if we don't say, hey, set aside this time, uh, very soon we realize that it gets swallowed up by the other responsibilities we yeah, have. Right. Yeah, so small, start small, but uh, every day we need a bit of this mm. uh, self-care time, mm. Mm, ideally. So like, let's say if I'm in a situation where I like hate my job or like I hate my job, <laughs> like, because I, I don't know, like, like I feel that, you know, as a, if, if I put myself in a position as a parent, right, mm. I need to make ends meet. You know, mm. then there are some things that are really like like work wise that that it is it doesn't satisfy my need of like um I I, I like to do this thing, mm. but then no choice. So every time I do it, it gives me stress. It gives me like mm. like um I I guess like like so so it, uh, the question the the point I'm trying to uh, show here is that if I can't satisfy that part, which is that uh I want to have a meaningful job. Mm. Then is it possible? Would it be substitutable with like just doing other stuff, like satisfying other needs, mm. or do I ultimately have to satisfy that need also? Mm. You, you get what I mean? Yeah, I get what I mean. Yeah. I think ultimately, uh, the one the one question you need to ask yourself is, uh, what refuels me? What recharges me? That's the first question you need to ask yourself. Right. Yeah, and the second question is uh, practically what do I need to do in order to feel refueled or to feel recharged? Uh-huh. Yeah, so uh, if let's say your job doesn't do that, mm-hmm. then you need to find some time away uh, from your job uh, for you to do that so that you can refuel yourself and then use that whatever remaining fuel to tackle your job the following day because mm-hmm. it's like an endless cycle, right? Mm-hmm. So if you don't uh, refuel yourself, then you're just going to run on empty and then eventually you'll lead to burnout and you can't function well. Yeah, I guess the struggle with a lot of people is that they move from one responsibility to the next uh, and it's seamless. Mm. So it feels like the entire timetable is just uh, being something for someone else. Mm. Right? I'm a worker for my boss, I'm a dad to my kid, I'm a father to my, um, to my kid, yeah, and uh, I'm a husband to my wife. Yeah. So there, there are so many responsibilities that you kind of uh, lose sight of, hey, actually, who am I? You know, right, like, right. what is it that I, I like? What is it that I like to do? Mm. What are the things that actually uh, I actually haven't done for myself for a long time? Mm. Yeah, so uh, before you get to that stage, I think it's important to have a routine where you spend some time for yourself la, every day. Mm. Yeah, so rather than jumping from one responsibility to another, uh, I think another question you can ask yourself is, uh, what do I like to do for myself? Mm. What is one thing I like to do for myself and uh, that doesn't take up too much time, but at the same time can recharge and refuel me uh, so that I can carry out my other responsibilities. Right, right, yeah. definitely. I think time is a very, like, yeah. like the factor that really discourages people from mm. doing self-care. Mm. Yeah, so having something that is um, very fast to do mm. is very important. But then what, what if like the... A person needs more time. I I don't know because like, uh, it feels like there's the like like okay. So so there's like the uh, I I think you're familiar with the six dimensions of wellness, right? Mm. So so there's different areas of our life that we need to be well in or like satisfy our needs. There's mm. different aspects, lah. So um, there are certain like like uh, there's one is like professional uh, wellness. Mm. So for example, uh. Uh, like taking time to uh, increase your skill set or taking time to do something productive. 
so that that is also considered a form of self care, right? Like mm. like doing work. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So, so doing work not for because you want to find meaning, but doing work because it's um satisfying, uh, rather a, a need like okay, this is a responsibility I must do, so mm-hmm. I am satisfying a task. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. then, then that is a a, a type of self care also. So doing mm-hmm. work is self care. So mm-hmm. then like um the entire kind of perception of self care changes like from the the way people view is that it is something you you do to take a break, but it's not really to take a break. Yeah. Rather something you do to. Um, yeah. make you feel better. Yeah, I think, <laughs> generally. Great point. Yeah. So I think self-care is something that's uh, actually active, not passive. Right. Yeah, you you don't really get much self-care just by, hey, let me go Starbucks, grab a drink, and then sit down there and zone out. Yeah. That I mean, yeah, I guess that it can be quite therapeutic for some people. Right, right, right. But the, the therapeutic part comes when you actively tell yourself that, hey, this is time set aside for myself mm, mm. Uh, to recharge and to zone out. If zoning out helps me recharge, then by all means. Right. But you need to be very intentional about it. Yeah, it won't come along, you know, when you're like riding on the, you're sitting on the bus, riding, taking public transport and zoning out. Mm. Uh, uh, it may or may not come along, right? So you need to tell yourself that, okay, uh, for this time, can it be commuting time? Can it be a time that you want to go somewhere, sit down, have a sip of coffee? Mm. Can be even, you know, changing your baby's diapers or whatever, right? But you can tell yourself that, hey, I want to be very intentional about this. I want to find joy. I want to find uh, a meaning and a reach, uh, uh, ability to recharge from mm. this activity. Mm. Yeah, so like work, for instance, like you were mentioning. Yeah. yeah. If, let's say, actively you tell yourself that, okay, today I'm going to work and I want to... Um, yeah, find some way to recharge myself from work. Right. Maybe submitting a good piece of work yeah. or doing my best for this particular client, right? Then actually, if you have done that, that can provide uh, a lot of uh, Satisfaction. purpose, yeah, satisfaction, purpose, right, right. and that adds to your wellness as well. Mm. Yeah, so uh, the danger is, of course, when you... Everything is about balance. So the mm. danger is, of course, when you get in too deep right. and then that's when, you know, you may feel uh, like, okay, you know, uh, start to burn out because you are, you are focusing too much on one aspect. Mm. Yeah, so that's the other danger la, when it comes to um, these different domains of wellness. Right, right. Yeah. But I feel like um, for parents, it may be extra hard for them to practice self-care, especially since like parents' love are usually so selfless. So mm. there's like a need for them to see that there is a need for them to practice self-care. Yeah. But if you think about that, right, like if they are selfless, right, then if I love my child, for example, then I make them, my child feel happy. Then I, I feel satisfaction for making myself happy, my, my child happy. Like you, you get what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So so my love is derived from the other person's love. So is that considered self care also? Uh yeah, I think you can consider that. But I think that nicely highlights the thing about balance. Yeah. Right. Sometimes uh, some parents are so invested in the child yeah. that it no longer becomes a way to uh, feel happy for themselves and for the child, but it becomes very stressful. Right. Yeah. So when you start, you know, saying like, "Hey, all my other uh, friends, their kids are this and that. They have yeah. this and that. How come my child like that?" You start comparing. That can be stressful. Or when you are so particular about certain things about uh, the child uh, that that may not really matter in the greater sense, then you stress yourself over all these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, like what classes to send the child for, you know, what and, and uh, what primary school to go to. Yeah. Yeah, I mean those are important things, but then when you uh, push yourself to to uh, too much over the limit, that can also become uh, uh, rather than deriving some satisfaction from it, it becomes stressful. So that that is also the other danger, you know, when you are doing something that you like, but too much of it is also not too good because it can actually give you stress. Mm, yeah, mm, yeah. Mm, correct. Right, right, right. Yeah. So like too much of self care is bad. Uh, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, too much lah, too much. Yeah, but you must know how to balance um, uh, the activities that you're doing. Yeah, because too much of a certain activity uh, can lead to overindulgence as well. Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I think like on the topic of overindulgence, right? Like, so um, are there certain like self care uh habits or uh, examples, right? That like uh is considered a a bad form of self is that such a thing as a bad form of self care like unhealthy self care right. like like not relating to too much self care but rather the action itself like yeah is there like more dangerous activities less <laughs> <laughs> yeah I guess anything that you know hurts yourself your your uh your physical body or mm-hmm. your mental health too much uh, definitely uh is 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 dangerous lah yeah mm. yeah so uh um. 
some people, it, it, I think we need to be also quite careful about how we phrase the term self-care. Yeah, so, so for some people, they may say like, oh, you know, drink, binge drinking alcohol is self-care because I, I love alcohol. So nothing wrong, right, if I drink so much alcohol. Right. Yeah, but we also know that uh, these activities, you know, lead, can lead to uh, addiction, can lead to dependence, mm. uh, and can also lead to, you know, strained relationships la, because mm. you are always so drunk, intoxicated all the time. Right. Yeah, so uh, it really depends on the activities. I think a bit of alcohol is fine, but once taken to the extreme, something that you know initially started as self-care mm. may tip over also into uh, something that is dangerous. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. I think the concept of balancing the activities is also very important. Yeah. So I guess ideally, you know, it would be good to have a few things that you can do to achieve self-care rather than just, you know, uh, one thing. Because if it's just that one thing, then there's a danger that you may become over-involved in it. Yeah, like mm. gaming, for example. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not saying you yeah, have any yeah. problem, but I'm just saying that, yeah, if you always turn to gaming, yeah. then you may just see it as the only outlet. And mm. that can be also quite um, quite, quite dangerous. You just need to be aware of it. Um, uh, besides gaming, I also I also have another one. Is, uh, I think everyone like, uh, like sleeping, like taking a nap. Uh. So, but the thing is sometimes, right, like let's say I'm doing my work like at 2 p.m. Then I'm like, oh, I'm very drained. So I, I take a quick nap. But then I, by the time I wake up, oh, it's uh, 7 p.m. Like I sleep for five hours. Then I'm like, oh, oh no, uh, I overslept. So is, is that too much of self-care or is it like... <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I suppose uh, if after that, you know, it gives you the energy to do the things right. that you need to do, then don't feel too guilty about it. Yeah, I think we all need a bit of rest here and there. Well, of course, if you know you haven't prepared for your exams, haven't prepared for this and that, and then you're just sleeping the entire day, then I would I would be careful to label it as self care, yeah. But rather, it could be something else, yeah. So I think self care uh, takes quite a lot of uh, uh, insight from the person, you know. Like you need to know uh, who you are quite well to be able to discern whether something is self-care or is it just an excuse for like, hey, not doing something else, mm. you know? Yeah, right. so I think there, there's quite a certain uh, level of discernment that is needed actually. So, so actually like self-care, like uh, a form of indulgence in self-care is when you ignore your responsibilities, uh, like yeah, use yeah. it as an escape rather as a form of like, exactly. making yourself feel better. Exactly, right? yeah. So it's, it's very important to know the lines. Uh. Yes, right, like yes. The and intention behind it. Yeah, and sometimes we, we can't tell it ourselves because, mm. uh, you, you know, you're always, you're in the situation, so it's hard for you to figure it out. Mm. And it's important to also, that's why, be involved in communities as well, so that people around you can remind you, like, hey, you know, you seem to be sleeping every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but I know you have exams coming up, so, you know, like, yeah, are you, are you, are you okay? That kind mm. of thing, yeah. Mm. So it's always important to have that check and balance as well. Right. But similarly, also, it's important to have people to tell you when you are not caring for yourself. Mm. Right, mm-hmm. so the flip side is also true. Right. You know, when you see your friends or your yeah, parents, uh, that hey, you seem to be, you know, always uh, hopping from one responsibility to the next, mm. and and when is it your turn, right? Mm. Because you are also part of that ecosystem. In fact, you are the center of the ecosystem. So if you are giving off so much of yourself to other people, then when is it going to be your turn? So I think it's important to always put yourself in that. It's like a musical chair, right? You also need to be part of that group as well, mm-hmm. rather than you giving other people. Yeah. This is very interesting, because I, I came into this conversation thinking that self-care is very like action, like you have to do something, but mm. now I realize it's more of like a way of thinking and a yeah. way of like balancing your time. Yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. So it's, 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 Especially for time-pressed uh, parents, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. with demanding children. Right, yeah, right Self-care right. is, uh, it's hard to find time sometimes. Mm. Yeah, but if let's say even small little actions when taking care of your kid uh, can give you that state of hey, meaning, rest, purpose, or you know, uh, even that like mental health boost, uh, even though physically you're tired, yeah, that, that can actually still be a form of self-care. Mm. Yeah. I think like in terms of like time, right? So um, one thing is, is uh, in terms of priority, how should a person prioritize their self-care over the responsibilities that they have to do? Mm. Like we talked about like self-care being uh, also including responsibilities. Like when you accomplish responsibilities, you uh, kind of fulfill some form of self-care as well. So like what if the responsibility is something that you can't, fulfill let, let, let's say mm. uh if i put myself in uh like in a parent like during covid19 then um uh because of covid then uh, there was a job retrenchment mm. then because of that i can't find a job so uh i i think there's there's 
in, in life, there's really going to be discount situations where you can't like fulfill a certain thing, right? Mm, mm. So in, in that case, would the person like, how, how, how should the frame of mind be? Because in terms of priority, you know, mm. like I need to get a job, but it can't, it's something that can't be done like, like instantly. Yeah. So, so am I right to do self-care now? Am I yeah. right to do other things now when I am having this big, huge problem in front of me? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. That's a, that's a great point. Yeah. I think, um, uh, I, I still think it's important actually. Yeah. yeah. And I think uh, even more so during these periods when you're feeling down, dejected, guilty, you mm. know, uh, you're taking too much responsibility for things that were out of your control. Mm. For example, retrenchment, mm. unemployment. Sometimes uh, it is not something that you want. Sometimes it just happens. And then you also have uh, other responsibilities that you need to fulfill. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, actually, it's even more important during these times to remember who you are. Because sometimes it's so easy to let your external circumstances drag you down. Right. Yeah. So part of self care is also um, reminding yourself of, uh, hey, who am I? You know, when we were born, uh, we were nobodies. We were just our yeah. We were a child of someone, mm. right? But we never had all these other responsibilities, right? right. So uh, as we were growing up, you know, then all these things started to pull us in all these different directions, and then sometimes we get lost. Mm. Yeah. But that very very first person that you were, you know, you need to take care of that person inside of you because you you are actually. Uh, still developing, growing as a person. And we all do that until the day we pass on, right? Right, right. So when you are faced with difficult circumstances, it's even more important to to know who you are, to know like, hey, this wasn't really within my control. Mm. Or, you know, COVID, nobody could have right, foreseen right. it. Yeah. yeah. And give yourself some slack. But at the same time, tell yourself that, okay, now it's uh, I need to recalibrate, mm. think about what I want for myself and then try and go for it again. Mm. Because what we do see quite often in the mental health settings also, people fall down a hole. Yeah, so when sometimes bad things happen, you know, um, there's a lot of negative dialogue in their brains mm. uh, that go like, you know, you're not worth it, you're stupid, you're useless, and that's why, you know, you lost your job. That's why you can't care for your kid, you know, that's why your wife is angry at you, right? Um, but that's not true. Yeah. Uh, and what can actually counter that is if within yourself, you, you're quite sure of who you are. And sometimes to get that clarity, you need to have some time for yourself. You need to have that kind of care for yourself. Right. So so I would say actually it's even more important. Yeah. Mm. But I know a lot of times we uh, do the reverse. Yeah, because we start to busy ourselves. Hey, you know, I don't have this. I need right. to have it. Yeah. It's much easier to think of it that way because mm. uh, we are very used to, you know, having tangible things, right? Mm. Yeah. If I don't have a job, I need to have a job. Yeah, yeah. okay, can ready. What's next? Yeah. Uh, but then the intangible things like who am I? What do I stand for? What do I need at this point in time? Uh, all these require a bit of time to reflect. Yeah. So some of you are not too good at that as humans. <laughs> yeah. Right. So just now we talked about like how like um to prioritize self care in a life lah. Like so, uh, when when exactly like is there like a sign a certain period that that a parent knows or, or a person knows that they have to do self care. Mm. Yeah, because uh, it, it feels like, you know, like, like we mentioned before, self-care should be like a way of thinking. It's a, uh, preferably a constant thing. La, but mm. of course, uh, there are times that people forget. So mm. is there like a, a indication that, yeah. that you know you need self-care? Yeah, I think for most people, they, they, they get into self-care because uh, they realize something is wrong. Yeah. Like the alarm bells are ringing. It's right, one of right. those things where... Uh, you know, unless uh, unless there's a flood, you won't go and build the levee, lah, mm. kind of thing. Mm. So, which is why COVID uh, accelerated this discussion. Because without COVID, everyone would just be like, oh, you know, whatever, you just go about your daily life. But because of this big thing, that one of the silver lining that has come out of it is, you know, people are starting to be more aware mm. of self-care. Uh, and I, I think the flip side to self-care would be burnout, you know. Uh, when people uh, start to face burnout, that's when they start to realize that, okay, it's time to, you know, take some time for myself. And I also speak on the behalf of like, for example, where I'm working at uh, the medical industry, yeah, a, lot, a lot of my peers are also facing burnout at this point mm. in time because of the, the impact of COVID-19 on, mm. their, on their work, increased workload and things like that. So burnout would be like, uh, you start feeling very tired easily, more irritable, you start uh, you know, straying away from your relationships, uh, and you, and people tell you like, hey, you, you seem a bit weird. You're not not the kind of person that you used to be, and you start to you know not find joy in the things you used to like to do. So these are some of the common signs of burnout. Mm. So when whenever uh, people face burnout, that's when they realize that oh yeah, it's time to care for myself. Right. Yeah. Right. But I I I think it's still not too late. 
Yeah, it's not like a, a one-way road where, you know, once you pass that stage, you can never turn back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is the good thing about mm-hmm. self-care. You right. can start at any time and there's always a chance that you can always uh, turn back and, you know, get better again. So that's the good thing. Right, yeah. Right. So is there like anything that like uh, people can do to uh, remind... I, I, I know that there's like some self-care apps out there mm. um, that actually like remind people about like when to do their self-care and everything because so that they don't reach the stage of burnout. Mm. You know, yeah. So like I just now you mentioned that it should be intentional, right? Like, yes. like so we should be setting like a point of time in our day that we always like practice self care. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, do you do that yourself? Yes, I do. Yeah. Uh, really. So I I uh I think uh for me personally, I have quite a good. I think because of my training, <laughs> I, I have quite a good sense of when <laughs> I'm actually burning out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So before I see the smoke, you know, starting to rise, uh, I already tell I will tell myself, okay. I think that's it. You know, that I've right. reached my quota. Right, right. So one way, uh, one good way to detect burnout is yourself. That's the best way, right? Uh-huh. If you can uh, detect, hey, when I'm burning out, when I'm not, when I'm becoming more irritable. So that sense of self-awareness uh, and you are able to uh, address the problem there and then, like go for, for me personally, I like to go for like long runs. Oh. We like just dissociate and right. just like, yeah, I mean, I'm not get knocked down by a car la, when I'm running, <laughs> but to just, you know, yeah, I like looking at the long path ahead of me. It's very therapeutic for, mm. for me. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so so I, I, I like to do that. Uh, to That's my form of self-care uh, exercise. Uh, so I think one of the ways that I do it is self-awareness. La. But secondly, I think also uh, a community, like I mentioned just now, is important. So people will also come and tell me like, hey, Rex, how come nowadays uh, you you're such a nice guy? How come nowadays you like some you know, you know, like, you know joke <laughs> like that, you know? Uh, so so when people start saying that they're okay, 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 yeah, it's time for me to right, um, right. you know take a step back and do things that I, I enjoy for myself. And I think a third thing like you mentioned is the use of uh, technology, apps, mm. yeah. So I think uh, apps is a great way uh, to I think because this kind of like internal uh, barometers uh, is very invisible. You don't know what's right, going on. Right. A bit woolly. So when something is actually transmitted onto a screen, mm-hmm. right? Now we're very used to that. That's when we know, like, hey, uh, you know, I my Fitbit say my stress level is you know eighty two <laughs> off the charts. That's when I need to bring it down, mm. right? So I think technology has really really helped with that. And people are very nowadays people are very quick to identify these things uh, mm. through use of technology. So self-help, uh, self-help apps like Calm, uh, I think that's a quite a popular one. Mm. Some of the other apps also available on the market really do help to bring uh, that, that to awareness la, that hey, maybe it's time for me to uh, try and help myself. And also within the apps, they have some activities that uh, people can use also like reading articles or you know uh, a bit of uh, mindfulness exercises yeah those things are helpful mm, yeah, right, yeah. Right. yeah so actually I, I think like one thing that um we didn't really touch just now is like like on 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 like things that you do for yourself like for example uh, uh going to watch um a drama and something mm. like that right when you when you binge watch it right mm. then it, it kind of gets a little bit um out of hand. So, so that something I struggle with personally, right, is that when I set a time frame for myself to do self care, right, yeah. after that I do it, after that I, I just keep doing it. Ah, <laughs> so I, I can't yeah. get out of myself self care. So, so right. that's a bit on self indulgence also. Lah. So, yeah. is there any like thing that someone can, like, how, how can someone control, have more self discipline? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't uh, know. Wow, this one, uh, this one can affairs, <laughs> affairs of the heart is very difficult <laughs> to address. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, yeah I think. Uh, well, practically, of course, the no-brainer answer is, of course, uh, set a time and stick to it, lah. Yeah, but, but not it. not everyone, uh, not everyone can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say, uh, because self-care, remember, is intentional, right? Mm. So you want when you have some intentionality to something, uh, is an activity that kind of uh, also has some endpoint, lah. Usually, mm. yeah. Mm. So sometimes we slip into that mode because we don't have an endpoint to our activity. We kind of like ease into it. For example, like you just. At the end of a long day, go back home, sit on the couch, and then on the TV, that's it. But is that intentionality? May not be, it just may be your habit, mm. right? But once you tell yourself that, okay, I'm just gonna watch one episode of my drama, after watching this, this is what I want to achieve. Mm. Once I've achieved that, I think that means that's the end of my activity, right? So, for example, uh, you watch a drama, you tell yourself, okay, after one episode, I probably should feel more relaxed. After I feel relaxed, maybe it's time to move on to my other uh, responsibilities as well. Mm. Yeah, because I've achieved what I wanted to do. Right. Yeah, because if there's no intentionality, then it can just carry on indefinitely. Yeah, mm. right. So, for example, it's like eating potato chips, or like <laughs> yeah, you eat one bag. 
then you know you kind of after that you feel shook already you got the you got the uh, umami taste then you're like okay can enough one bag is a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but then some people they like wow you know uh, they don't they, they just open without thinking mm, yeah and then right, that's right. when they, they cannot stop right yeah. yeah so i think the intentionality aspect is important so it being intentional not only about doing the thing for yeah. yourself but also intentional about when to stop yes right. yeah and I what you're kind of trying to achieve out of it because once you've achieved that thing mm. then uh it's time to stop yeah, because there may be some law of diminishing returns, right? The more you do it, and then the lesser you get out of it. Yeah, so we don't want to get to that stage as well. I so that's like, oh yeah, it's, it's like a lot of self-discipline. But like, cause previously we talked about like responsibility being like, um, it can be like a stressor. But I think for my case, responsibility is the one is the one drive that helps me control my oh. self-care. Okay. Cause like, if I'm practicing self-care too much, then I know like, oh, I have work that I have to do, mm. and like submission is like soon. Like yep. that, although that's like a responsibility, that's like a stress. But that's also that also push me to like control, take more control of like self-care to like. Um, to have like a cut off time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I think that's that's good. That's very useful. So the keyword is also is balance, law. Yeah, yeah, balance right. and yeah. Uh, sometimes if you are too indulgent, yeah, community is important. Uh, I I once again emphasize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you got no one, if you stay alone, <laughs> you got no one to care about you, then uh, it's easy to slip down into those things. But mm-hmm. if you got friends around you, you got family then uh, good to hear them out sometimes. Uh, they may, you know, it, it may not be your mom nagging as usual, but it may be something that uh, she's sending some signals to you that, hey, you know, maybe it's time to stop. Yeah. Mm. Maybe it's becoming self-indulgent. Right, yeah. right. So, like, I, I don't know, um, but, like, sometimes I see, like, um, I, I have some friends, right, and their families actually practice um, some, some of a self-care together. So mm. they go uh, for cycling expeditions together. They go for runs together. Mm. Um, a lot on the physical side, but... Uh, uh, what she shared with me before is that like this kind of like practices that she does with her family, right? Mm. And like uh, it, it to herself personally, it, it helps her like mm. maintain her stress and makes her feel much better. So uh, uh bang on that point on on like like um kind of family, you know. So so is there anything that like parents like how how can parents encourage their children to practice self care with them? Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I think you, you it's another uh very important point which yeah. is. Uh, sometimes we talk about self, right? Mm. Uh, and we think about, a lot about self as individuals, mm. yeah? But we know that the family unit, in a sense, is also an individual unit because it's like uh, one big unit together, right. Yeah, right? That's why we call it like a family. Uh, and for the entire family, it's still important to also do things together mm. because uh, in that sense, uh, that is also another form of self-care like, for the family unit. Right. Yeah. And I think, uh, well, it's, it's the same principle, you know, whatever that uh, helps in their, you know, physical, mental rest or well-being in order to uh, tighten their relationships, in order to um, take care of each other, yeah, whatever that fulfills that, it, it is self-care, right? Mm. So I think for families that can afford the time, uh, that uh, have a bit more, uh, a bit more adventurous, like to go outdoors, yeah, yeah. I think exercise is one great way to uh, exercise self-care basically mm. set aside time to do something different mm. but uh, in uh, time-pressed societies or you know families even uh, at the end of the day you know uh, having a meal together uh, and having intentional so the keyword once again is intentional conversations with each other that can be another form of self-care as well right because if you think about it you may not be going out you know for like a half a day you know cycling around the country mm. but uh, you are just spending that 15 20 minutes to get to know each other a bit more about how the day went and to do that intentionally uh, uh, and that actually helps in improving each other's mental health within right. the family because right. it's an avenue to like hey i'm listening to it's you an outlet, it's an outlet yeah. i share yeah because sometimes a lot of times asian families especially uh we mm. just <laughs> we just literally sit at the table we finish our meal and <laughs> some people they watch their phones or watch tv or yeah, yeah correct or sometimes it's very factual the kind of questions that parents may ask sometimes is like uh oh yeah what time your school tomorrow yeah oh uh what time you get off school uh when is your next project you know, so that's fine. There is nothing wrong with that. But sometimes uh, uh, self-care, the intentionality comes in when you talk about things that actually can improve each other's mental health, improve each other's relationships. Like, how are you feeling today? You know, mm. uh, what's on your mind Yeah, uh, right. today? Uh, what is one bad experience that happened today? You know, you seem quite troubled by it. Mm. Yeah, so these are conversations that, eh, you know, uh, a bit different. But actually, it's also a form of self-care because within the family, you create this culture where everyone's mental health, 
physical well-being is taken care of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so simple things like that can also uh, happen. It's not rocket science, you can do it every day. Yeah, uh, definitely. So it doesn't have to be like, same concept like your own personal self-care. It doesn't have to be something that takes out a lot of time. Yes. So to, to pass on the habit of self-care to your family, right? You can, yeah. um, I, I think I can also foresee that like some, when, when people do it, like when adults or parents do things, then they, they can see that their, their, their parent is good uh, mm. or like, like is, is helping their parent. Then sometimes the child might want to do it also. Yeah. I feel, yeah. yeah. So, so I think there's a concept of modeling. Modeling, yeah, modeling right. is, is, is uh, something, uh, because when you're, when you're children, when you're young, you know, uh, you, you are just, picking up on things mm. wherever whatever you see you pick up on it yeah and then you think that hey that's the right thing to do because my mm. parents did it. yeah mm. so it's also important for parents to model for their children like right. uh, and modeling uh be it you know activities outward activities like uh running cycling exercising uh, as a form of self-care mm. modeling can also come in the form of how they interact with each other so dad and mom how do they speak to each other how do they speak to the child you know the, the child will be picking up all these things and if they speak to each other in a way that is supportive, in a way that allows them to share their views, then that can also be a form of self-care because th- that, uh, once again, uh, improves their mental well-being, gets them more comfortable in talking about their mental health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, so that is also a form of self-care. Yeah, so right. modeling is important, absolutely. Right, I think just now you mentioned like, uh, uh, like when you are doing um, conversations with your children, being intentional about how you talk to them and like what what kind of like dialogue you have also mm. that's also considered self care mm-hmm. like like passing on self care habits so I, actually when you said intentional I thought it was like you know I go to my child and say uh, son let's have a talk <laughs> 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 I don't know like so it doesn't have to be like like a very intentional intentional like like outwardly intentional but rather you, the the way you act with your child also. yes 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 right. totally but also nothing wrong with going to sun you know how you do <laughs> but it's a bit uh uh i know like be, I, if i imagine my parents doing that i'll be i, I immediately cringe yeah, i can see all my goosebumps all coming up yeah but uh but it can be that also right. yeah but i think when it becomes more of a habit then it's less awkward Mm. for everyone mm. yeah especially when you start young you know it, it's less awkward for mm. everyone and uh it need not always be the parents doing it you know the, the child himself or herself uh when they reach a certain age they can also try doing things like that mm. yeah right. so so that's all part of self-care in a, in a sense of a family unit yeah but i think um ultimately although self-care in a family unit is also very important self-care you, um, it, it can it should also be done on the person like on the own like per- personally yes. kind of thing, right yes. so so like there are some things that you you can you, you have to do by yourself yes. to to make yourself feel better like like mindfulness you know being alone yes. then but there are some things you can do with your family so you don't have to do it all the time with family you must be yes. able to draw the line to like satisfy your own needs also. the the danger I always say is uh, sometimes we uh, we are two halves and then we try and uh, make one whole with two halves. So that means right. you're not satisfied yourself and you look for satisfaction in the others around you. Yeah, but that can be a bit dangerous because when the other side wavers, you also waver, you know, mm-hmm. you're like so closely interlinked. So that is uh, over-dependence sometimes uh, and we see that in family units sometimes. Mm. Uh, but like what you mentioned, you know, uh, we should behold ourselves first, you know, fill ourselves up with things that are important to us that we think uh, will build us up and only then, then we start making connections with others. That's actually a lot more healthier. Right. Yeah. So that when the people around you waver or when the connections are not so good for whatever reason, at least you know that, hey, I'm still very much uh, my own man, my own woman, my own, uh, I still have my own identity. Mm-hmm. And you're very secure in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, so self-care actually, uh, in an individual, individual level, helps to build up that sense of security as well in your identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, um, no, because... Previously, uh, you mentioned about like intention, right? So I, I want to ask, is like crying a form of self-care? Cause like, I know some people, right? As like, they actually like, they always stress about like schoolwork and work or studies and whatnot. Then they all of a sudden just break down. But all, but afterwards they like, they like, okay, let's go back to work. Like, it's like, the, like you said, the tank refill already. Like after oh. they broke down, they cried then Okay, let's go back to work. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, I, I, I suppose for some people, it is uh, it is a way to just let out their frustrations. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know whether that means their tank is refilled or that is a sign that their tank is empty. <laughs> and then after that, they are still trying to, you know, trudge yeah, on. Right. So I think when, when, uh, when you see friends like that, you know, uh, 
or when parents see kids they are being being like that, it's important to check in on them lah, to ask them, hey, uh, wow, you know, I, I, you sure you okay? Like, you know, I saw you break down just now. Uh, is everything all right? Yeah, because sometimes um, it may be a sign that hey, my tank empty already. <laughs> but then oh, you know, I just I kind of just drag on and just right. yeah, suck it out and move on. Actually, we are all very good at sucking up and moving on. Yeah, all of us humans, we are we are engineered to do that. Yeah, so so I guess uh, important to also not make assumptions sometimes. Like if let's say, uh, are you truly okay, or is it like you know you you need to you need some time off, or uh, is everything all right? Yeah, so it's still important to to make sure that yeah they're not run, running on empty lah. Yeah. I feel like that example <laughs> is about me. Oh, <laughs> we did like a good project together last oh. time, and then like half half halfway through the project, I just suddenly cried, and then they just took like very long to like comfort me. Oh. But I guess it's it's really based on like person, cause mm. for me it was like my my fuel was like gone. That's yes. why I cried. But I think for some people it could be like a form of like release. Yep. But for me, it was just emotionally not very strong. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you can yeah. see them like laughing as they're talking about the example. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it happens to everyone. Yeah, nothing wrong with crying at all. Yeah, yeah right. nothing wrong with crying. Yeah. Um, Actually, I, I know a person, right, that like crying, like they do it intentionally. Yeah, like, so, uh-huh. so they tell themselves, okay, this point of the day, I'm going to cry because I just face something very sad. Mm. Or something that <laughs> bad, something bad happened. Yeah. Yeah. So so then after doing it, they tell me that they feel better. Uh. So that's the thing as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a that's a very big talent. I don't know. How to, I think this person should you know go apply to be like you know uh, uh, academy yeah. award academy award. The, the person beside you also. Oh so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 Hollywood need this kind of people yeah, yeah but <laughs> yeah no but but uh, jokes aside you know for some people that is actually catharsis is a form of self care as well yeah right catharsis, catharsis meaning like uh, letting everything out right yeah okay. so I always say I always say you know uh, uh, for we are all like coke bottles right we shake 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 every day a lot of stresses shake us in different directions mm. and the gas keeps building up inside right we need to let the we need to uncap so self care is like unscrewing the cap every day mm. to let a bit of the air out because you don't want it to explode. But for some people, they don't unscrew so often. So they only unscrew like once a month, once every six months, right? So when they let out, obviously it's going to be a lot more gas coming out. Lah. Right. Yeah. But the letting out part is important because if you don't unscrew the cap either by crying, exercising, or you know doing something that you like, mm. the bottle will just explode. So you don't want it to explode right. because then it goes in all sorts of directions mm. and it's very unpredictable. Yeah, so so that's when people sink into depression, people sink into burnout, uh, and that's not good. Yeah, so uncapping, unscrewing the cap is very important. Right. So mm. you would you recommend unscrewing the cap um like often or like at one one go? Oh, often. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Every day. Yeah. I personally don't like gassy drinks, so I find this uh, I find this analogy very 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 nice. When I get my coke, when I buy a coke, I'll just shake shake and let the air out. I really let the air out because I don't like gassy coke. Okay. Yeah, yeah, very weird. But I also don't know why I, I buy like, coke in the first I place. Like <laughs> <laughs> if I don't like gassy coke, then I don't know why I buy coke in the first place. But anyway, Milo is the best. Huh? Yeah, Milo is. The best. <laughs> yeah, we got three Milo lovers here. <laughs> yeah. So okay. I I think that uh like to find time to be able to like let out um this mm. like gas like little bit by little bit, it'll be a bit challenging for parents. Uh. Mm. Yeah. Like, but mm. although you said that it can be done like in very short periods of time and mm. even being incorporated into your daily lives, right? But mm. I, I still think that it is a bit struggling for parents mm. to do it. Yeah. Mm. So uh, would you have any tips for parents in that case? Like mm. if they are really like time packed, you know, mm. and uh, uh let's say they can only spend fifteen minutes, what would be this ideal fifteen minutes that yeah. they can do? So I think the very first step is uh, is like um is really a mindset change. You need to tell mm. yourself that it is possible, right? Because a lot of uh, families, uh, young families, uh, a lot of my peers with young families also, that they they always find that ah it's not possible lah. You know mm. I got you know I need I got this to do that to do this to do. Um, but actually, you have to tell yourself it's possible. Right. That, that's only when you can start making steps, right? Yeah. To, to try and plan for it. Yeah. So that's the, step, that's the very first step. Mm. I think the second step is uh, you don't need, you don't really need a lot of time. Yeah, that's the that's the truth. And I think one uh, one good way to think about it is you know spread if you can, you can spread it over the day, right? Mm. So it doesn't need to be like okay, uh, one big block of one hour every night because it seems can seem like very long. Yeah. How about you know break it up into less say 20 minute blocks, three blocks of 20 minutes, like uh, 20 minutes in a day, mm. you know, maybe 20 minutes before dinner, 20 minutes before bed, you know, uh, or 15, 15, 15, 
as a start, right? That's mm. fine. Uh, you don't have to start um, so drastically or you don't have to go all out at the start. Yeah. yeah. And then once there's momentum, that's when actually things become more fun, more exciting. You start to get into the groove of things. Mm. And then slowly, slowly you realize that, hey, you know, I can actually practice self-care together with my kids, together with my spouse, and it becomes a bit better. Yeah, right. so break it up. You know, you don't have to get too much time. Then the third thing is, oh, if you absolutely got no time, right, for anyone or whatever, uh, always remember that um, you are also you have to also set aside time for yourself. Sometimes yeah. we may we may see this as a you know spending time with other people as additional responsibilities. It creates more stress. Yeah. So uh, if you cannot do that with your family, that's fine. But also remember always give you give yourself some time every day. Yeah, five ten minutes. You don't have to find other people to do it. That takes away some of the time and yeah. logistics. But uh, you yourself mentally, uh, you you need to find some way to like give yourself time to reflect and recharge every day, you know, 5-10 minutes. Then once you're accustomed to that, that's when you, you can start building on, okay, you know, now that I have sort of taken care of myself, let me go and try and apply this with my other family members. And that's when you can draw the family closer. Yeah, so like what you mentioned just now, I think it's a really good point, is that um, don't don't always look out for other people uh, right at the start, right? Mm-hmm. You need to be whole yourself first, you know. Remember, two halves don't make a whole. Is you A family is made up of different family members who are whole themselves and then that's when they can make meaningful connections right. yeah rather than over reliance on each other mm. yeah so i would say these are some of the tips that i can give yeah but we know that yeah practically it's gonna be difficult so Definitely. um so but don't don't be discouraged I, I will urge you know everyone to still give it a try right uh and it starts with a mindset shift la. Oh. yeah okay yeah. Alright, so we're coming to the end of the podcast. So one thing that we usually do at the end of each podcast is that we get the expert to say a few final words of advice um, for the viewers out there. Yeah, mm. so anything can take it away. Okay, yeah, I know it's been a while since uh, everyone has traveled because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, but if you can remember when you sit on the plane and you watch the safety video, uh, there's always a part where the oxygen mask drop. Uh, and I always found it interesting how, you know, they always ask the parent to put on the mask first before putting it on for the child. And I think to me that is really self-care uh, in a nutshell, you know. It is important to care for yourself first uh, before you have the ability and also the mentality and to be in a conscious state, right, when the plane is going to crash, to care for a vulnerable uh, child or vulnerable adult uh, that you're taking care of. So uh, I always found this analogy very useful uh, when thinking about self-care. So don't feel guilty uh, if you need to care for yourself. Remember that you are doing it because um, so that you can refuel, recharge, and you can fulfill your other commitments. Wow. Powerful message. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us on on this podcast, Rex. It's been a pleasure to have you on our podcast. Yeah, it's a real pleasure here. Right, (laughs) yeah. So, uh, actually, yeah. So, thank you so much, everyone, for watching the podcast. If you like what you watched today, um, you can check out the previous episodes and you can look forward to the next podcast, which is the last podcast. Right, so actually, at the end of uh, the five podcasts, we actually have an Ask Me Anything that we will answer all of your questions on our Instagram account. So, click on the link down below in the description box and then. um, we can ask some questions to Rex, he'll answer them for you, then we'll pass it on to you. Right, yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week then. Yeah, yeah. bye guys. Yay. Yay. Yay.